Hello, one and all, and welcome to the Omnia Performance Podcast with Dr. Phil Price back in the building. We now have a building, actually. It's, it's the first time he's actually been in this building recording podcasts, so you're back in a building, mm-hmm. first time in this building. For those that don't know... <laughs> not his first time in a building. Yeah. He's not, oh, well. Not, not, I'm feral. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm the first person to achieve a PhD without ever going indoors. <laughs> don't um, money in academia, so it makes sense. Anyway, we've digressed before we even began. Phil, introduce and explain yourself. Myself? Who are you? Yeah, Rationalise yourself. So, uh, Dr. Phil Price, I've been teaching at St. Mary's University for 14 years now. Well, 14 years, Feb 1st, actually. Oh, so you're Where, a liar. 13 years yeah, and 13 years months. A lot. And uh, I am the course lead for the Strength and Conditioning Masters Distance Learn. And I've my research interests are, which is where I come in with Omnia, I'm really looking into hybrid training, or certainly the combination of strength and endurance training from a research point of view. So that's a bit about me. Very cool. And very we'll, cool. We'll pull on that thread as time develops because Phil has lots of very valuable but opinions with, which are going to lean on him for today. So I'm Fergus Crawley. This is Johnny Payne. Big Johnny P. Uh, okay, sorry. The Big Johnny P. And this is the Only Performance Podcast. So if you're new around here, just do a couple of things. Please follow slash subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Make sure to share this episode or an episode previously with a friend. Check us out on YouTube and sign up to the mailing list via the show notes down below. And if you want to rate and or review the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that would be muchos appreciated oh, as well. That. And that yeah. was Spanish for the uncultured listeners amongst you. Whilst we're here as well, it's important to mention that Dr. Phil has his own podcast called The Progress Theory. Mm-hmm. What's it all about, Phil? The Progress Theory is taking scientific principles and then using them to optimise uh, human performance. So in our previous series that we looked at hybrid training, which is what led to this great collaboration that we have with Omni Performance. With the upcoming series, we're looking at what makes the 1% or the 0.1% the way they are. So this could be for sport, this could be for professions, it could be for particularly anything. But what are the skills, the tools and the physical qualities that we need to actually get to the elite level of what we're trying to achieve? Yep, it's got my vote. Uh, There are only a few podcasts I listen to and yours is one of them, Uh, mostly because we get to look at you as well. (laughs) (laughs) I better get a better camera. (laughs) Anyway, what are we talking about today? Today is what actually is hybrid training? Big topic, convoluted topic on the interwebs at the moment because it's become popular. Because the interwebs are the interwebs. Yeah, yes, yes. It, it, well, it's become more popular. We've always found it popular in our little circle, but it has become <laughs> more of a buzzword, and that comes with discussions online. Yeah. Discussions which we don't tend to involve ourselves in much because, as you said, the interwebs are going to interweb, and... Yeah, we are very much in the camp to lay out our stall of wanting people to enjoy trying and developing themselves across new disciplines. And if the label concept of hybrid training is what allows them to do that, then we see no downsides to that whatsoever. We see a huge amount of value in the way that we train and the different disciplines that we've executed. And that is first and foremost, the main thing. And there are a lot of camps on the internet shouting, oh, hybrid training is just another label, how silly, when ultimately they participate in a label where the only difference is it's been around for longer, therefore people are more used to hearing the term. And for inclusivity to be the main thing in fitness, which I think it should be, these discussions where it becomes heated rather than interest and curiosity-led, 
don't actually achieve much other than just egos bashing heads. So we really want today's discussion and the, the following three episodes we're going to re- record with Dr. Phil, whilst they might be titled a little bit provocatively, they're going to be very balanced. And I hope at this point that you can have faith in doing so. And if you come back at us hard on anything in a non... <sighs> What's the word I'm looking for? What, no what's the, no, like uh, Aggressive. mutually Ill, non-proportional response, then we probably won't play ball. So we, we like discussions. We like conceptual thinking. We like open forums. We like and crisps. We like crisps, yeah. You, I, yeah. Well, I like crisps. I like I the these electrolytes also. I'm going to have a sip just because I'm the only one with a prop. These sips. Anyway, hmm. that's, the, that's the main point. The main point is we... we like fitness and there's lots of labels within fitness there's lots of marketing yeah. and commerciality within fitness and anyone pretending that there isn't is is lying or or very ignorant so these discussions often are just there to help align with the lane in which we see ourselves operating and the lane in which we have thousands of people all over the world seeing themselves operating within as well and if those people are improving their, their lives then we don't see that as any downside there's the, there's the crux of it mate is, is you've got the problem I've got with the internet arguments are, are kind of, it's, it's ego-driven. Uh, I think you said that, didn't you? I did, yep, I did, yep, 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 It's yep, ego-driven yep. and it's driven by a kind of a personal bias and this need for people to own things, isn't it? It's, uh, oh, it's not hybrid, it's this. Oh, it's not this, it's, it's that. And the only reason they're really doing that, whether they realise it or not, certainly in my opinion, is because they don't want it to escape from them and, they're, and, and they don't want somebody else to have ownership of something that they feel they want ownership of. So it's not hybrid, it's fitness. It's not fitness, it's functional. It's not functional, it's this. It's not that, it's that. It's, it's what I say it is because I'm the one that wants to own it and tell you that I'm the authority on it. All that does is shut doors for people because all you're doing is saying, unless you agree with me, you're doing it wrong. And then all people are going to hear at the other side of that is, well, I best align myself with this person because they shouted the loudest or because they've got the most clicks and likes or because they've got the most shares or whatever Instagram tells you is it makes a person important. Uh, and if I don't align myself with that individual, I am probably barking up the wrong tree because a lot of people come to this uh, industry or come, come into fitness trying to find a kind of a place for themselves. They're looking for a place for themselves uh, in the world. They're, they're trying to kind of find their tribe, which I think is really important for people to find a community. And then what these people do is they kind of silo those communities off and say, well, this is the only community that actually has any merit. And in doing so, then they take things like, well, it's not hybrid. Hybrid isn't this. If you're doing hybrid, you're stupid. If you think hybrid is this and the next thing, uh, that's because you don't know what I know. Uh, and, and all that is doing is, all that is is reductionist and, and deleterious. And, and it, it removes what you said, whoops, it removes what you said at the very start of this, uh, or it certainly Im- negatively impacts the opportunity that people have to enter into fitness, to enter into uh, the, these kind of personal pursuits <coughs> without bias and, and just to bloody enjoy it. Cor- correct. Agreed. I was going to say creed. Mm, that's two, two words. Creed. Should we start blasting creed up? This is our creed. Um, anyway, yeah, that, that is agreed. Agreed. And I think it's important to really give some context at this point as to where the term originated from, where the methodology originated from, yeah, which is, long story short, Alex Viada started writing the book in 2013. Johnny, you had a huge amount of input on that process from a combat sport and trying to solve the same problems point of view. So you and Alex were very collaborative throughout that process. In 2015, that book was published titled The Hybrid Athlete, 
2015, key detail there for anyone thinking this is a new thing. It's been around for a long time just because it's become more prominent and sort of yeah. simmering to the top of the well, algorithm. A, a decade at least. Yeah, these <laughs> arguments are about six months old now. So that yeah. tells you something, doesn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, that is the thing. And essentially that book under, that book unpacks the methodology that underpins the distinction between hybrid training and concurrent training, which, Phil, you have a very good distinction on, don't you? Well, <clears throat> I mean, concurrent training has been around for even longer. Forever. Yeah. Because if when you, you think, think about, about it, when, <laughs> when it comes to sport, they're going to need certain physical properties to do well in that sport. And quite often they'll need strength qualities, they'll need endurance qualities. I mean, what the decathlon's been around for absolutely years, yeah. and they need various different qualities that involve strength and endurance components. So concurrent training has kind of been around for a long period of time. What I like about Alex's definition is that with hybrid training someone is now actively trying to pursue and get better at two separate sports that appear quite different to each other. So you might have powerlifting and then, I don't know, half mouth and running or something like that. So it isn't that you're trying to get strong and fit to be good at sport. You're trying to actively pursue and get better at a strength sport at the same time as getting better at an endurance sport. So this requires very, very different training towards it because if you think about other sports, which I guess have been labelled as hybrid, they yes, they do require strength and endurance components, but there's one output to it. You have to be good at rugby. I won't mention another name, but I think you know what I'm referring to here. But there's a, you know, there is a single output that measures performance in that particular sport. With hybrid athlete, hybrid training, there's two particular outputs that means that you're better at sport. Like, you could say you're a hybrid athlete, but be really good at strength sports, absolutely terrible at endurance, particular endurance sport, but at the same time, you're trying to get better at it. So it doesn't necessarily matter that you might be poorer or better in one side. The idea is that you're trying to get better at both of them simultaneously. And if that quote-unquote label is what gets that strength sports athlete to commit to improving themselves at running and gives them the confidence to do so, anyone that argues that that's a bad thing because it's a new term and I don't like it mm -hmm. is... Missing the entire point of probably the reason that they got into the fitness industry in the first place, which I is to help see, people I improve. I can see the overlap. Yeah. yeah, I need to get better at strength and endurance to get better at my sport. Yeah. I need to be get better at strength and endurance to get better at two sports. Yeah, yeah. There's, I guess, there's the difference. So I think the nuance is set clear performance metric driven goals for the distinction to be there, rather than it just being training for the sake of training. Mm. Which again is kind of the difference between. This is where the age-old argument of, are, are you even a bodybuilder if you've competed? Are you even a powerlifter if you've stepped on a platform? All these things. And again, if people want to get stronger and actually pursue that and do that over time, then does it really matter if you've been on a platform or not? If you've got stronger, well done you. That's kind of the real nuance here. And I think it's important yeah. to underline the, the definition that you, Alex's definition that you referred to, which is the concurrent balance of training disciplines that do not inherently support one another and whose disparate components aren't essential to success at any one sport, which okay. is, in simple terms, training for progression in two or more separate sports that do not directly make you better at the other. So, using the examples that you gave, a rugby player will focus on strength and endurance components to make them better on a rugby pitch. That is therefore sort of funneling towards the progression of being a better rugby player. Yes, there will be byproducts in the form of more strength, more endurance, but it's the direction in which that's being channeled that sort of makes the distinction where that's strength conditioning for a specific sport and is a concurrent training 
methodology that's moving them towards that better goal, which is being a better rugby player. In the same way that if you are doing aerobic conditioning to improve your recovery between powerlifting sets or to improve your recovery between functional fitness events, for example, then that's kind of making you a better functional fitness or a better, it's making you better in that sport as a primary goal. If you're then saying, right, I want to improve my marathon time and get stronger on a powerlifting platform or in a gym, I want to test my SBD in 12 months time, then setting clear goals to progress in those two separate disciplines, you then need to actually look at your training and apply a methodology that allows you to progress in both simultaneously, rather than having the running support the lifting and rather than having the lifting support the running, you're trying to balance the progression of the two separately. And that's where the distinction comes in. And again, even even feeling forced to have this discussion because we've 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 had a lot of people request it from us recently, is is we think reductive of the the, yeah, the reason in which this was created, yeah. which was to reduce the barrier to entry for people to try things that they thought they couldn't do because I am a powerlifter, I am a runner, I can't do X or Y because my triathlon coach said, No way, you can't touch a barbell, you can't do any heavy weights even if that person might have wanted to lift some heavy weights. The bottom line here is that 99.9% .9 of us listening that train recreationally do not want to be the best or, or have no desire to be the best at the, our sport in the world. And that means that curiosity, fun, enjoyment, and self-development should be the guiding principles and metrics that we hold ourselves accountable to. And if certain labels, quote-unquote, unlock that ability for the individual, great news. So there's, there's, I fully agree with all of that. The, the um, tracking back, and, and while we're talking, I'm kind of thinking back to thinking, how did I come across this kind of process and the methodology and things? And Alex and I met at the same time as he was writing the book and, and uh, had those conversations. And, and our, our coming together of minds was based on the fact that we're both going, yes, that's what I'm trying to do. So the, for me, though, uh, we, we know... We know his his background there was was um, you know pulling seven eight hundred pounds off the floor and but also wanting to I think he took part in a five k and was humbled and then decided he wanted to train for something like that and realised he was overwhelming his training program and now we need to have something more methodolo methodologically uh, intelligent in order to maintain these two very disparate components. For me, we can go back to early two thousands when when I was working with almost exclusively combat athletes. And we've got guys in the gym who I was beating, and this is when I was coaching and training and, and, and fighting, so I'm beating guys who were much more technically proficient or had better aerobic capacity than I um, because I was stronger. And so my, as a coach, I'm saying, you know, I'm working with, with guys and realising the gap in their game might be strength. So then I come across, certainly in boxing, had a big argument all the time with people where I'm saying... You need, you need to be stronger. If you want to win this fight against this guy, you need to apply a, a certain amount of strength. And, and what you get was pushback from the technical coaches, kind of old school coaches, which still happens, where they say, well, we don't want to make him slower. And they say, well, you don't have to make him slower. We just have to program intelligently so that this fella or, or, or lass can get stronger and apply that strength in, in that combat sports situation. No, no, Johnny, if we... If we, if we push that strength envelope further forward, then we're going to lose out on, on the aerobic capacity that this fellow's got, etc., etc. So what we had was these, uh, uh, what Alex and I called obligate hybrid athletes who have to uh, work uh, disparate components, but actually have to progressively work them at the same time. 
fighting against the idea that, that this could be possible because they didn't want to lose their games. It's the same thing. So I was not in that world where people were talking about losing their games. I don't want to, I don't want to do any cardio because I'm trying to build my muscle. I was working with, with athletes who were afraid of strength training because what it would take away from their technical capability and, and their ability to maintain a 12-round fight in, in boxing. And was developing intelligently, developed a methodology, looked at that process and managed to, to speak to some of the coaches who allowed me to kind of tinker with things. And we, we could get them stronger without them losing that capability. We could get them stronger whilst actually progressing their aerobic capacity. Fast forward uh, maybe, I don't know, eight or nine years, sorry, early 2010 perhaps, I was working with a, a weightlifter, uh, a, a really excellent weightlifter who... Uh, qualified for the British uh, squad uh, and would sometimes get miserable during training. You know, we're, we're doing very specific weightlifting work uh, and, and, you know, anybody who knows weightlifting knows how technically uh, charged that whole process is. But she would get upset because she would, we worked in a gym in, in an arena where there were a lot of sprinters and a lot of endurance athletes and a lot of people uh, doing endurance-based sports and literally had her nose pressed against the window looking at these people saying, I wish I could do that too. You know, and I was saying, well, why don't you do that too? Well, I don't want to lose what I've got at the weightlifting. We haven't got the time to concentrate on that and concentrate on this. So there's this other conundrum where I'm looking at this this girl who really had the capability, had had the the build anthropometrically. She she was she was in in a good position to do both things, but was afraid of the idea that I could provide her with the opportunity to maybe run a half marathon or a marathon at the same time as weightlifting. And all it required was a little bit of faith on her part and a little bit of uh, tinkering again and playing with the methodology and allowing this opportunity for her to continue to become stronger, to continue to become more technically proficient, but also develop a massive aerobic capacity in the background to perhaps pursue some uh, aerobic uh, endeavour. And for me, that's where this hybrid methodology was brought out. Because we, had a, we had an elite level weightlifter who wanted to do endurance sports. Can we actually push that envelope and allow her to do endurance sports? <coughs> it should have to take a long time to become elite level at that too. But she didn't want to get out there and, and run these races and feel stupid doing it. She wanted to be competitive in her age group, in her weight class and all that kind of stuff, and did so. So this was born out of this, this methodology and trying to kind of produce a, a process where, where we could look at these very, very disparate, method, uh, disparate elements of, of programming and have somebody who can excel not lose that ability. She didn't have to say, do you know what, I'm more enamoured now with the idea of marathon running, so I am going to have to give up weightlifting. Like, no, you don't, you don't have to do that. And what's more, if you fancy it, we could also train you to run through that wall at any given moment. You know? And that was the excitement for me, was this girl suddenly had the opportunity to do all the things, all the things that she wanted to do. And went on to do very, very different things. Uh, I think she now does a bit of BJJ, as well as keeping uh, a huge capacity in these other two elements. So that's hybrid. And that's, that's what, where that was born for me. We were talking early 2010 and then developed that process, met Alex, he's written a book and then it's become bastardised. Well, it hasn't, it hasn't, because what we're doing and what we're, what we're saying and, and what we're actually trying to tell people they can do is that girl, is that opportunity to say, well, I don't want to be stuck just doing this one thing. I don't want to have to push my nose against the window and kind of cry and say, well, one day I would like to run or I could have run, that would have been fun too. And I said, well, do those things. You don't have to give up your career as a weightlifter. You can do those things. You might have to take a little hit. You might have to look at a longer runway. Uh, but we can still progress in both. And that's something that, that was really exciting to me because it was something I was tinkering with for myself as an athlete as well. But it was something that was very, very exciting to me that we could then say to anybody that came to us, 
yes, you can do all the things. Isn't yep. that the magic of training? Hundred percent. And I think the what 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 is forced this what has forced this discussion is the social media buzzwordery around the term the hybrid athlete, which the, the most entertaining thing about this is that a lot of the people shouting the loudest against the buzzwordery of it don't see the irony that ten years ago the word functional would have been under the exact same scrutiny. And oh, every argument that's being made against the yeah, word yeah. hybrid could be applied verbatim by repla- replacing it with the word functional. But because functional is more developed as a methodology and has become more accommodated, they're ignoring that bias and, and not seeing past yeah. the same thing, which is ultimately, if this is a gateway for more people to try new things in a new way and they feel comfortable attaching a label to that, all power to them and you arguing against that trying to nitpick here nitpick there on exactly the same premise in many ways all you're doing is removing that power from the individual to progress and develop in their own lives in whatever sporting disciplines they would like to make progress in simultaneously yeah it's it's this kind of myopic um viewpoint that, that shuts doors for people it shuts down opportunities it shuts down progression because they, again, as I said at the very beginning, people want to own it, uh, and, and in doing so, they shut themselves off. Uh, to, another good example of, or, or a good example of that with the functional stuff, when I'm, uh, Phil and I have had this discussion a few times, when I was pugnaciously arguing with the UKSEA about uh, uh, where kind of aerobic conditioning would fit with the strength, with strength um, work, uh, basically trying to argue, before it was called hybrid, trying to argue a, a, a hybrid methodology, one of the things that I put in, when, when you do these tests and assessments, you have to, you have to write and, and um, rationalise an entire programme for an elite level athlete. So I wrote it for, for uh, an MMA um, athlete uh, and had bicep curls in it and was, was almost laughed out in the arena. Why would you put bicep curls in? And the UKSAA were saying, this is not functional. And so we had this big discussion about, well, what's functional? You've just taken a word and applied it to whatever, whatever you feel suits, suits the word now, which is what people are doing with hybrid. Uh, and my argument was, you know, okay, tell, tell, a, tell somebody being rear naked choked simply by the power of, of, of a bicep curl. You know, once that's in, if you've got strong biceps, that's going in harder. You know, explain that to somebody being choked out. This is not functional. This is as functional as it gets. You're being strangled, me. <laughs> so... The, the, the point of that little kind of detour there is that, you know, you, you can take that word and apply it to whatever bloody hell you like, but all you're doing is shutting off the process to apply it to something else. And it's the same with hybrid now. Is that you can say, well, hybrid's only this because I said so. And you're like, well, but you, now you've missed the wood for the trees. And now you've shut the doors for your own progression and you shut the doors for the progression of your own athletes because you consider hybrid to be something you want to gatekeep and own. Now you're, now you're fucking up for everyone. Which is what they were doing with bicep curls. <laughs> There's nothing yeah. wrong with bicep curls. They're functional. As I love bicep curls. Yeah, they're very functional. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it'd be good to get your take on this because I definitely see, and this probably happens with most words, and probably happened with the word functional. But there was kind of a cultural shift, especially around the introduction of social media, and then I think it was accelerated since obviously when we were in lockdown, where certain things become valuable, like a word or definition. So that's why people try and chase it or move things around so they can um, apply it to what they do so then they can use that to gain 
attention and that could be then utilized in various ways um and i think hybrid has really accelerated recently because the catchment areas is just grown massively um i think we've got to a point where a lot of people would play rugby they'd play football they play a variety of different sports and then those people are retiring and they're like oh, i still want to remain competitive what can i do well, i want to do a bit of everything so all of a sudden we've got a lot of people more people playing sport into their late you know years and stuff like that. so the the amount of people who are playing sport and have the option to play multiple sports has increased yeah so that's very attractive <clears throat> to people so if you can sort of like manipulate certain words to try and make people think ah well that links to what i want come to me that's why the word hybrid has become so attractive and then <clears throat> even though i think it was well defined by alex back in what 2013 yeah you know it's now been bastardized since then like there was a clear distinction of what he meant by using that word yeah. and now we've had this cultural shift where yes there's more of a catchment area people doing that we're also seeing more and more people join things together. This might not be in sport, but they're joining things together to create something new, to find their niche so they can then put that on social media. So hybrid in general is just people trying to find their own niche by adding things. And that's how things develop culture, isn't it? Culturally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think it's just been accelerated by a number of different events. And that's why we're kind of here now. I've also noticed that with the word hybrid, it's... I don't know, some of the arguments that I've seen online as well, this one's, this sport's the hardest, therefore it's more hybrid. <laughs> like, hybrid is a measure of intensity or difficulty. Yeah. So I've never really understood that. It's, it's not like, who is the most hybrid? It's like, yeah, you're, it's great, to say, I'm more yeah, hybrid you're a great CrossFit like, athlete. You're a great yeah. Pyrox athlete. You're a great yeah. hybrid athlete. They're just different sports. Or there's there's no measure of who is the best, what is the best. And I think that's the beauty of it. But there are a lot of people trying to make those claims or trying to align those things yeah. when it's a sort of it, it, it's. Well, that's it. it, it I am there's the no way of hybrid, connecting, and there are people saying that. Yeah, there are people saying that. Yeah, say, well, on TikTok mainly. Yeah, but by, by what measure? You yeah, know, you, you, mine. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm the greatest Johnny Payne. That's a fact. Ah, you don't know that. There is <laughs> actually know no, there is a, you know there is actually an, you, there is actually an American there called is, Johnny yeah. Payne that does SMC stuff. On the podcast and they realized they realized it was the wrong Johnny Payne. Uh, I went on the podcast and, and probably did better. But there you go. Yeah. There's a the, Phil the, Price that did golf, isn't it? Phil Price the third, something like that. The is third. Which one? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Surely the first. So the point, point, point of I am the best Johnny Payne. The, the, the nonsense there is that you know by whose no definition? One, by, also, by my, I've just made that. Up, but also, so you're just no saying, one, saying something. No one gives a fuck. Mate. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly where I was going with it. Who gives a fuck anyway? Yeah. You've, you've made that argument for the sake of yourself. If you're doing something, these things you, for that reason, you've failed already. Well, this comes back to the ego yeah. thing and all the rest of it. And something. That, the point that you were making there was was excellent. Is that you know. What we're keen, kind of keen, you can, anybody watching this or, or listening to it will sense the, the the frustration or the aggravation, and that's not because we feel. I mean, we've no right to feel it anyway. It's not yep. we didn't say it in the first place, but you know, I, I've already described the fact that I was trying to do these things before Alex managed to give it a kind of a, 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 a name. Um, but when we're not gripping this or holding on to it because we feel like it's moving out of our grasp. What we're doing, and, and you made the point excellently there, is, is uh, it's great that it's taken off. It's great that it's become something that people are attaching themselves to. It's great that, that ultimately what we do see from a really positive perspective is that the word hybrid 
is bringing more people into fitness. It's allowing people to say, well, I don't have to be pigeonholed. I don't have to do just this one thing. By definition, some of those people are, are just applying the word hybrid because it's a sales uh, tool, because it allows them the opportunity to kind of get more likes and, and hashtag and all that kind of stuff. Uh, there is a slight frustration there. You're like, well, what are you bloody using that word for? It doesn't make any sense. You know, at the same, at the same time, we don't need to gatekeep that. But what, what I'm most frustrated about, in fact, we don't want to gatekeep it. We, we'd rather it pro- proliferated and allowed more and more people to open those doors to fitness and open those doors to that, that whole spread of fitness. I don't have to just do this one thing. So, uh, yeah, l- l- use it as much as you want. Get it out there. Please do that. What, we're, what I'm personally aggravated, only to speak for myself, is where people are shutting it down and saying hybrid is is a negative thing it's a stupid thing it's just fitness you're a moron if you're saying hybrid what are you saying hybrid for you know all, all this kind of stuff all that is is, is the, that's the that's the reductionist bit is that try, it's no different as you've just said for people X amount of years ago saying if you're saying functional you're a fucking moron you know yeah. if, if, if you if, if you're treating functional fitness as the way through fitness you've, you know you're just another throw in the fucking bag coach you know and, and and, and coaches went through that for a long time, came out the other end proud of the fact that they stood by their methodology, yet those same coaches are kind of willing well, that, to that, attack that, 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 another the, methodology yeah, based thing. on the fact that they don't like the fact that it's escaping them. You're like, hey, listen, come one, come all. If, you, if, you, if you're going to argue your own corner, you know, if you're going to argue your own oppression, then it's, it's on you to argue somebody else's oppression with them, you know, as opposed to saying, right... You know, it's, 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 it's positive racism, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's the, outrageous to, to, to then sit back and let another person be attacked and be part of that attack, which was very similar to the attack that you had, which was just shutting down fitness. You should be, you should be trying to push it forward. The inherent hypocrisy that goes with trying to shut down the concept of hybrid training through the lens of CrossFit or functional fitness is enormous because essentially the whole reason that CrossFit and functional fitness was created in the first place was to broaden and widen the reach of the inclusivity of fitness in and of itself. And whilst that has now developed into a business, into a competitive arena, and a real, real community that's fantastic in and of itself... Wonderful community. The hypocrisy of looking at the current... And being ignorant of the past, given that that same community has gone through the exact same evolution and the same scrutiny originally, is inherently hypocritical of the community in which you find yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's really and, hip- and is actually working directly against the premise by which that community was created. If you are in the camp of loving CrossFit, loving functional fitness, and you are trying to shut down a completely verifiable methodology a lot of people might not actually understand the origins of and just see the buzzwordery on social media currently, then you are working directly against the original premise by the original premise by which the community you see yourself as a part of was created for the intention of. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's that's what irks me the most is again we do, we can't get what we are very passionate about is making sure that people don't get sucked into believing that what they're doing is invalid because somebody on the internet disagreed with them but rather encouraging people to find their own niches you've described with the sports that they would like to pair that do not complement one another and to enjoy the experience of figuring that out. And I don't often do this, but I am going to do it once. What's that? Dave Castro, the ideal CrossFit athlete would be able to squat 500 pounds and run a sub five minute mile in the same day. Interesting is all I'll say. 
Interesting. Because loads across. Oh. Oh, no, they haven't, have they? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, that was. Yeah, yeah it's a 50% split. But they could. They could. They could, yeah. If maybe they applied a little bit more hybrid methodology. Yeah. I don't like the fact they've been forced to do that because that feels very non-British and non-Fergus, but I've been driven to this point because essentially I'm passionate about the results that we've seen from the people we look after. The personal reward I have gone through and experienced in finding this methodology and living through it myself, coming from a neg very negative place in the past, has fucking changed my life. So for yeah. marketing buzzwordery and bullshit to get in the way of other people having that opportunity, I think is actually insulting to the inclusivity mission that people should be on with fitness in the first place. Yep. So I can't say fear than that. Mate. I'm gonna I'm gonna exit the conversation now. No, you don't. Because need to. That's, one, that's, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think, I, think yeah, I, I have nothing else to say on the topic. You have to for drop the time that. Being. Just throw it on the floor. And then, yeah, no. <laughs> and we'll walk out. No, 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 drop it. It, 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 it. It's just it's just one for the sake of time because we need to get you on a flight, Phil. But I think yeah, we yeah. We, it, we don't want to be too laborious on this point and get sucked <clears> in too much because we just want to. All we're trying to do is underline the way that we see it. We don't want to go tit for tat on too many things. But you know, if, if people yeah. are, are trying to tit for tat, then we'd like to just make a make a stand so that other yeah. people understand the opportunity is out there it's, to it's develop. Worth, it's worth underlining what you're saying. It's, it's, it's worth saying that, you know, that, you know, we don't want to get involved in tit for tat. And I, and I guess what you were kind of hesitant about there was was just throwing in a, a big tat. <laughs> you know, don't want to be yeah. right, this is my punch. And you're like, ah, shit, I thought we weren't getting involved in the fight. But yeah. it's, it's got, sometimes you've got to stamp your feet or, or shout loud enough to make people hear you. The, 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 way off, off uh, uh, the, the pace, the... the um, Analogy that, that was buzzing around in my head a minute ago about about the uh, the irony of the functional thing and, and and the arguments and the bringing hybrid down was, I guess it speaks to my interests is for years and years hip hop was argued against it was like this is not an art form this is not music this is a lot of bollocks you know and you think hold on aren't you also artists isn't this also music yeah. isn't this something you should be involved in yet years down the line hip hop a fully established art form. Then you've got hip-hop artists who argue against grime being uh, a bona fide art form or, or jungle at the time, you know, this is, this is a lot of bollocks, you're just bastardising what we've got. And you're like, wait a minute, isn't this just another art form? Aren't you now doing what was done to you? Hmm. And this is the same thing with the functional stuff. It's the, the hybrid's a lot of bollocks, it's not proper training, it's not nothing. And do you know what it is? It's just functional fitness repackaged or it's just CrossFit. Re Hold on, haven't you just listened to a slightly different... Or a very different, or, or a, you know, could, couldn't you be excited that you've been part of the origin? You know, isn't this just another art form that you're now pulling down the same as somebody tried to pull your art form down? Come on, do better. And an evolution that your community yeah, has gone yeah. through and, in and the an past. And an evolution yeah. you should support because this is the whole point. The evolution brings more people to, to, to the point where they can listen to the music. So just do better. It's a great analogy, that. I like it. I think if you've got... Very everyone good. involved Very in, good. I guess, I guess, yes. You've got everyone involved who is discussing like, the word hybrid, got them in a room and actually got them to discuss, you know, what is hybrid to you? I think we noticed that people probably have more in common with it than you would think if you looked online. And then probably end of it would go, oh, we just love training. Do you want to go train? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. It's such a shame. It's exactly. Just train. Exactly. Let's just have some fun. And yeah. that, 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 that's what I hope our point is. This is not proper running. Shut up, let's just go for a run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a shame, but I wonder what the next word will be. Yep. 
If it was functional, now hybrid, what's the next word? And let's uh, predict. Again, most of the people, most of the people, most of the people. Mumble rap. No, no, I'm with the wrong analogy. Sorry. Yeah. You've got music in your head, haven't you? <laughs> most, of the, most of the people shouting the loudest against this are leveraging the buzzwordery for their own that's mar- all the, marketing that's purposes, all the which says all that needs to be said. Yeah. If, in you're, my mind. if you're real flies, well done. What did it give you, though? I think we'll, we'll, we'll draw a line under that there mainly for the sake of time. But if anyone has any questions or counter-arguments, you're more than welcome to provide them. But again, if if it's not balanced and, and sort of nuanced and considerate of the wider things at play, then we probably won't bother engaging because we like to have discussions, not bashing heads together from an egotistical point of view. Um, and if that means that we disagree, that's absolutely fine. And we are happy and encourage you to keep doing what you do that is enjoyable to you. Yeah. As ultimately... Fitness is bloody brilliant, and it's evolved massively over the years. So anyone that's in that community as a as an overarching package should be very happy. In the same way that runners bashing triathletes and triathletes bashing runners has been going on for years. Stop it. But that doesn't mean that running is bad or triathlon is bad. And in fact, people are probably better off for having done either or. So let's just all grin, put our thumbs up, and say thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye.